How do you even know if you have a wounded inner child? I mean, you remember your childhood being really good and you seem like a really well-established adult. So do you have to be concerned at all about being a wounded inner child? And how would that even affect your parenting and your relationship with your child? So if you're curious about that, that's what this podcast is about. I'm going to give you examples of what it means to have a wounded inner child. And we're going to talk about why that matters in your parenting and in your relationship with your partner. I'm Giselle Beaumet, and this is the Parenting Alchemy podcast. And the work of the Parenting Alchemy is to help parents raise good human beings in confidence and in wholeness. So there are four different types of attachments. They're secure attachment, avoidant, anxious, and fearful. And we develop these attachments in our childhood. We basically will see how our parents model this attachment to us, and it forms the basis of how we view the world. It develops our expectations, our beliefs, our rules, our scripts for how we behave and how we think in life and in our relationships with others. And others includes our relationships with our children. So about 45% of adults have an insecure attachment. So they either have an avoidant, anxious, or fearful attachment that was the basis of their childhood, or they could have had a secure attachment in childhood, but something happened throughout their life that shook that. And now they're operating from an insecure attachment. And an insecure attachment is what would define a wounded inner child. Because we're seeing the world from those lenses. So with 45% of adults having a wounded inner child, that means that, yeah, there's a great chance that you have an inner wounded, wounded child. I know I do. I had a great childhood. If you hear me talking about my childhood, you would hear that it was magical because it was in many different ways. I grew up in an island. My mom is an herbalist. She's loving. She's childlike. Um, she was nurturing, uh, she was physically attentive to us. So there's a lot of really great things that happened in my childhood. But then there were other things that happened in my childhood that didn't result in me having insecure attachment. Like, for example, my parents getting divorced and what that meant in my childhood and the way that that happened in my childhood. And then coming to the United States as a child and how that happened, that shook my attachment and how I saw the world. And I entered parenting not really being aware of how all of this plays into parenting. So I had all the tools given to me in how to be a good parent But a lot of those ghosts of my wounded inner child would resurface. And that's why I feel that 
We can't just give parents parenting tools and say, here, make these work. We need to work with parents in a holistic approach where we look at the inner child and we heal the inner child so that when you have those parenting tools, they actually do work and you're healing yourself and you're growing. And that's the whole reason of why I created the Parenting Alchemy. So here's something really interesting that might kind of blow your mind a little bit. If you are an individual that has an insecure attachment, and I will go through the list of of, um, some signs that you might have an inner wounded child. You might, as you were building relationships, you were more likely to be attracted to someone, meaning you wanted someone in your life who had a secure attachment. Like that's what you desired in your life. However, the research shows that what happens is you end up with someone who has a similar attachment to you. So if you had an avoidant attachment, you end up in a relationship, married or long-term with someone else who has an avoidant attachment, despite the fact that your aspirations was to be with someone with a secure attachment. It's just we're drawn to what we know. We end up in the patterns that we learn and we are attracted to that, even though we might not be consciously aware of it. What that means is that if we don't heal our inner child, we pass that on to our own children. And then our children go on and they continue with a wounded inner child and that whole cycle continues. Whereas if we can heal our inner child and we can parent from a holistic way, we can break that pattern. So what are the signs that your inner child might be wounded? Okay, so one of the signs is that you find it hard to make close friends. So you see other people with a large group of friends and you wonder how in the world do they have that? Um, you don't have that. So how, how, how do you get that? You know, it makes it like almost, you almost get jealous when you see somebody with a lot of close friends. You find it hard to make close friends with others. Or you're very anxious about your child. You're very worried that your child might get hurt or getting ill or dying. You're that parent that when you go to the park, you are, you know, making sure that you're right there. Should your child fall, you're trying to catch them. You might be that parent in the playground itself, you know, just in case so your child doesn't get hurt or no one else can babysit your child or... No one else can, you know, take care of your child. Like you have a lot of anxiety when it comes around your child and the protection of your child. You have a hard time trusting somebody. Um, Meaning, let's say that the school sends out an email or your child's teacher sends something to you or your doctor says something to you. There's there's always that instinct of, hmm, can I trust them? Like you, you don't trust first and then you find out if they're correct. And by the way, when I say these lists, you might have one or all of them, but if any of them sounds like, oh, this might be me, then it might be a sign for you to uh, have the awareness that, hey, maybe I have a wounded inner child. So let's continue. 
If your child gets upset or gets angry, has a big old meltdown, you know, in the middle of your day, you have a hard time feeling empathy for it. If anything, it kind of makes you mad, you know, that your child is getting upset and you wish that you could just avoid the whole situation entirely. Or you feel that you're just not a good enough parent. I mean, you try and you try and you try, you read all the books, you do the blogs, you apply the steps, but you never feel like you're good enough. And even on the day when, yeah, I'm a really good parent and you feel that, it doesn't stay. It doesn't stay consistent. The next day you're back to not feeling like a good parent or something happens and you're like, oh, I'm not a good parent. Or you feel a lot of guilt. You know, that what they call that mom guilt, that's not really normal. So it's not, it's not part of an, a secure attachment. So if you feel a lot of guilt, that could be a sign that you have a wounded inner child. You'd rather please somebody than to get into a conflict. So if you label yourself, if you label yourself as a people pleaser, that's a sign. Or you find it hard to be direct about your feelings and thoughts. You, you know, you don't want to just say them because you might worry, you know, you worry you might hurt somebody's feelings or they might not take it well, or they might react in a way you don't like. So you kind of keep them to yourself and you definitely don't want to take up space. So you don't want to be the one who we're talking about you and your feelings. You know, you'd rather kind of keep that to yourself than to get somebody upset at you for being upset. You worry that your partner's not really there for you or you cannot emotionally rely on your on your partner. When something's not going right in your life, you feel that you are the only one that can do anything about it. You're, you're the one who has to take care of it. No one else can truly help you with it. That's how you feel. And you'd rather be a yes parent, or you'd rather not say no that much, or you'd rather give in if you see it escalating than to deal with your child or your partner getting upset. And sometimes you might you know, think that's good. Like I'm a yes parent. I, you know, I'd like to diffuse the situation. I'd rather be someone that my child's allowed to do a lot of things. But behind that is really the fear of your child getting upset at you. And you'd rather just not deal with that. That's just some of the things and some of the signs that you might have in wounded inner child. And if any of this sounds familiar or you listen to it again and you're like, okay, I think this might be me. Remember, there's a great amount of people, it's for at least 45% of people that we know of that have an inner wounded child. So you're not alone. The good news is that you can heal your inner wounded child. You can actually have the aspects of a secure attachment when you heal from the inside out. And that changes your parenting. It's one of the reasons why I say that our children are our biggest and greatest teachers. They show to us where we're failing and where we need healing and where we need growth. And if you take that opportunity 
then you can break that cycle and you can be that parent that you always dream of being. So there's always that opportunity for growing. Thank you for listening to the Parenting Alchemy podcast. I hope this was helpful to you. If you'd like to learn more, simply visit theparentingalchemy.com. Be well.